Welcome, welcome back to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm your studio host, Oren Stewart. Stay tuned. We have another amazing show in store for you. We'll be right back. Once again, thank you for joining us here at Checking In. I am your studio host, Oren Stewart, and now let us introduce our host, Miranda Kitterlin Lynch and Leon Thomas. How are you both? Great. How are you? Doing well. Have a great show. Thank you. Thanks, Oren. Miranda, what's happening? Good. All good things are happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot lot of cool things happening with, with us here the Leon Thomas Group, and right here on Checking In, we're here for episode number nine. Woohoo! Yes, we are. We are rocking on, having a good time doing it. You still getting good feedback about the show? Tons of good feedback. So many people are reaching out. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting it too. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, it's real simple. You can send me an email, send it to Leon the Trainer at gmail.com again that's leon the trainer at gmail.com or you can communicate with miranda via email and how do they do that yep it's m-k-i-t-t-e-r-l at fiu.edu you can also just google miranda kitterlin lynch very easy to find very hard to hide very easy to find, very hard to hide. But go ahead, do that line, my favorite line that I like. Come on, come on. I, I got to have it every week. Come on, come on. Do that line. How's it going? I got to give go? you what you want. Yeah. Uh, you can Google me, Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. I guarantee you I'm the only one you're going to find. Yes, yes. That's it. I guarantee. <laughs> and again, there's thousands of Leon Thomases, so I can't use that line. I'm so jealous, so jealous. I like that you're you're doing that. So, yeah, we have another great guest for for today for episode nine of Checking In. Miranda, tell us about about our guest. Yeah, I'm so excited that she has time to join us because I'm a big fan of the things that she's doing. It's Emily Goldfisher, and she's the founder and editor in chief at Hertelier, which is, I'm sure. I can't imagine any one of our listeners are not familiar with Hertelier, and if they are, definitely check it out. And I'm excited for her to share more about it with us today. Well, let's bring Emily on and have her join the show and be part of this great conversation we're going to have. Hey, Emily, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for that kind introduction. Of course. I'm a big fan of everything that you're doing. I, I just, I love your publication. Well, thanks. Thanks. I've appreciated your contributions to it. I really love the story that you wrote um, and that I've been able to tap on you as a resource when looking for, you know, the academic uh, research and uh, and information. And you've done so much great research and work uh, in the area of, you know, women in hospitality. So thank it's you. It's a great collaboration. Yes, yes, absolutely. Leon, did you have anything? Or... No, nope, go right ahead. Okay. Um, I just, I, as I was saying, I can't imagine anybody's not familiar with Hertelier, but just in case there are people listening who are are not yet, um, have not yet discovered it, could you tell us a little bit about you and about Hertelier? Sure. 
Uh, thank you. I hope that your listeners know about Hertelier. And I also hope that there are listeners that maybe don't know about it and are going to find the site. But Hertelier started about a year and a half ago um, in March of 2021. And I I basically had noticed I'm, I'm a journalist. Uh, I write for Questex and some other publications about the hotel industry. And before that, actually, I had worked for Lowe's Hotels for many years. I know in Miami, you have a big one. And actually, Lowe's just opened up another property in, in Coral Gables. Um, and yeah, so my background was PR and communications. And I'm just a real hotel nerd. I actually went to Cornell and studied uh, at the hotel school there. Um, and worked in operations as well, but uh, found my calling in public relations and communications and worked uh, for Lowe's for many years. And then we, I moved with my family to London about 12 years ago. And at that point, I became a journalist. And as a journalist, I noticed that there were more and more women uh, taking bigger roles within luxury hospitality, specifically in the hotel business. And I also noticed that like there wasn't really coverage about it and there wasn't a platform or a place where if I'm a woman working in a hotel that I could go to to find information, um, to find community and, you know, just knowledge about, you know, working in hotels. So that was the inspiration. The pandemic hit and I was like, if I'm ever going to start something, this is it. And off we went and that was it. So um, and Hertelier, actually, last week we had, was our 300th post, so we're over that now. Um, yeah, we've interviewed hundreds of women about their experiences working in hospitality. Um, also, I have a partner, Nancy Mendelson, who worked with me at Lowe's and who's also a communications expert. And she was a, a professor, actually, at the Tisch School at NYU. Um, so she brings great insight and she writes a weekly column uh, that's almost like a kind of an agony ant column where people sometimes write in, sometimes she writes about a topical, you know, cancel culture or different things like that. So um, it really is a, a tremendous resource that I'm glad that is exists now. And the feedback has been amazing. Awesome. Awesome. I, I definitely enjoy sharing it with my students. Um, I teach a graduate contemporary issues course uh, at FIU, and it's just such a great resource to just pull up and say, okay, what what's going on? Let's check this out, you know? Um, so tell me, you said that you've interviewed many women in the industry. Congratulations on 300 plus, by the way. Yeah, thanks. That's incredible. Um, is there anything happening right now or any contemporary issues that you're uh, kind of zoning in on or noticing or any repeat patterns right now that you are seeing with women in hospitality? Repeat patterns. That's an interesting question. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of the things that actually uh, you brought up in the article that you wrote about, you know, different obstacles that women have faced. I feel like with the diversity and inclusion movement, there are barriers that are being, you know, worked on, heavily worked on. And depending on the organization, you know, they're really making progress. Um, there's certainly some issues where there's still a ton of work to be done. So uh, I would say that primarily is around caregiving support. You know, that's, you know, with labor, I, sh I should take a step back and just say that 
you know, labor continues to be the big challenge for the industry. And this is where also there is an opportunity to make progress because, you know, when companies um, are pressed to hire people, they need to make working a more attractive proposition. So I think it's a really interesting time as we've come off the pandemic. Um, you know, the demand is just, off, you know, through the roof. And, um, you know, so companies have to become more creative um, and to attract the, the staff that they need. Um, so one of the, the challenge, to answer your question, I'd say one of the, the challenges that still is out there is, you know, support for women that, you know, have a family or have caregiving responsibilities. And then just kind of in a broader s- s- scope, like, what, how do we get more women in the funnel to leadership? I mean, I'm sure, I know you're familiar with the Castell research. So there's still basically one in 10 uh, of upper management is, is female. And, you know, when you look at the, at the workforce overall, depending on whose statistics you use, it's between 50 and 70%. So constantly asking that question of why, you know, is 50 to 70% of the overall workforce female, but yet only, you know, 10, 10% is, is female at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Leon Thomas here with Miranda Kitterlin Lynch and our guest for today on Checking In a Lodging DEI chat is Emily Goldfisher with Her Tellier. Emily, let me ask you this, in terms of getting women into those those management ranks, one of the things that that I hear a lot for everyone that's underrepresented, let's say in the hotel mm-hmm. business, be it black, Hispanic, female, is that we need to become more aware. We, we need to be included in that good old boy network, right? What are, what are some things that folks that want to get into upper management and the executive level, what are some things that that need to happen both from that that C-suite level, those good old boys that need to let people in, but also for those of us that want to get in, well, how do we how do we make that happen? Everyone says they want it to, but I got a feeling that some just don't understand what it's going to take. What do you think needs to happen? I think what is happening is that people have realized, based on research, that diverse organizations are actually more profitable and that you as a company do better to have many different perspectives, whether that's women, whether it's people of color, whether it's non-binary. So I think there's a general movement that this is better for the bottom line. And, you know, not that that should be the only reason, but basically, you know, at, at the end of the day, companies are there to make money. and it's letting that sink in. And I think it is really starting to do that. And so companies are realizing, okay, we need to train people. We need to get rid of, you know, this unconscious bias of that, you know, pattern matching, like this was what a GM looked like. And so that's what I need to look like, you know, that's what I need to look for in a candidate. And that comes down to everything from how you write the job description to, you know, what uniforms people wear and, and things like that. So I just think that there, there, it's a complicated process. And I think that's where the delay is. But I think the first step is awareness. And I think the awareness is really starting to sink in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially as we keep 
repeating it over and over and shouting it and sharing it, right? Uh, that's one of the reasons this podcast is important to Leon and I to keep that message going, right? Yeah, um, I definitely. These conversations and raising that level of awareness is so important. Let me ask you. So you mentioned that you spent uh, several years working in the industry. How many female GMs did you encounter? Okay, so I worked for Lowe's Hotels, which I have to say, Jonathan Tish, um, he and you know, the, the management there was very insightful. So actually my bosses were all female. Um, they had quite a few female general managers. It, you know, it wasn't half, but they definitely had a few. And at the time that stood out because I worked for Lowe's in the late 1990s and basically the 2000s. So, um, but Charlotte St. Martin was running all the, the marketing. Um, Sherry Lavaroni was heading up operations. So in my particular, and I think that's also why I've been able to start hotel, Hotelier is that I had this personal experience working for a company that was quite progressive um, in terms of having women in management. That's fantastic. That's a, I believe, yeah. a unique experience, especially for that time. Now, let me follow that with a second question. In your experience working in the lodging industry, how many Black GMs did you encounter or yeah. GMs of color? Yeah, I mean, you know, a great person for you guys to have on this website, I mean, on this podcast would be uh, Valerie Ferguson, who actually I worked with at Lowe's. We overlapped, but she now works for Disney. And I did interview her uh, for her tellier. And, you know, there is this, uh, you know, there's definitely fewer people of color that work in the upper levels. And I think that that needs to change. And, you know, when I spoke to Valerie, uh, you know, one of my favorite quotes of hers was that she said, hotels need to be welcoming. And in order to be welcoming, you need to have people of all different shades that are working in a hotel to welcome people because you want to be able to welcome everybody and people want to see themselves represented. That's a great quote. <laughs> people want to want to see it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, when I started in the, in the hotel business way, way, way back when, my first general manager was a, a lady very, very sharp. And she took the time to teach us all a lot about, about the business. Um, her name was Donna Bryant. That was at oh. the Hampton Inn, Pittsburgh Airport, Hampton <laughs> Inn number 100, right? I worked for, for Donna Bryant and the vice president of the management company at that time was Craig Poole, who you've probably read some things about. He now has a management company in Reading, Pennsylvania, runs the number one double tree in the world. So oh. when I saw Donna, first met Donna, I thought, wow, this is, I didn't, I thought it was normal to have a female manager, yeah. right? And yeah. a guy like Craig that was promoting all minorities, I thought it was pretty cool. And as soon as I left that hotel, I'm like, there's no black people, there's no women, except in sales. I work for a management yeah. company who insisted that ladies should be in sales. That's where they belong. They should be in sales. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not what my first experience was. And I thought, man, this is this is so, so different. Um, 
So here's here's what I want to talk about. You you worked for Lowe's, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us some of the positions that that you had in Lowe's. So you went to school at Cornell in Ithaca, New York, the home of the Museum of the World, right? That's there. And the home of Ithaca Falls, beautiful falls, almost in downtown Ithaca. Am I right about that, Emily? You've been there? I cannot confirm the Museum of the World. Oh, I can't it's say I've ever been there. I'm going to ask our <laughs> producers to pull you. up the website. It's there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you if you tell me that's true. Yeah. And yeah. yes, Ithaca, you know, the saying about Ithaca is Ithaca is gorgeous because there right. are all these gorges and then you're on uh, the lake there. So it's a very beautiful place. It gets cold during the winter. Um, but yeah, I, to be honest, I did work in a few different operations, traditional operations jobs. But then when I graduated, I actually went to work for a PR firm that specialized in travel and tourism. And that was really um, my, the beginning of my career. And I went back to school for a year and I studied social psychology actually here in London at the London School of Economics. And then I ended up going back to work for the same PR firm who actually Karen Escalera, and she is also based in Miami. Uh, so I don't know if you know Karen, but she also writes, she writes a, a really good food and lifestyle blog in Miami called Miami Curated. I have to give Karen a shout out. Um, but do you guys know that blog? Do you know her blog? I do, yeah. Oh, did it freeze? I oh, think we're I good. Go ahead. Oh, um, oh, yeah, I do know the blog. I like it a lot. And I'll be oh. in, back in Miami next week. So I'm going to check out some of the restaurants that have been highlighted. Um, I want to ask you, so you and I were yeah, talking before. You and I were talking before the show about that Fortune article. And the title is Black Women and the Glass Cliff. I was supposed yes. to bring some kind of black girl magic. Uh, and I saw that you did share it on Hertelier also. Um, tell me your thoughts when reading that article. Yeah, it, it definitely raised my awareness of this idea of the the one and like the one, I think, how did, did she say the one and only, like when you're the only person in the room and then also this these layers of expectation um, and yeah, that idea that they're going to bring this black girl magic and that it's a lot of pressure um, and, and, and that oftentimes women of color are brought into a situation where it's, there's a lot of risk involved. It's not a slam dunk in any way. Um, so there's just a lot of expectations. And I think the pressure to succeed is quite high uh, without a lot of the support that maybe other people would get. Right, definitely. Liana and I have talked previously uh, on the show and one-on-one about um, how many times people of color feel the need to work harder, never take a day off, uh, always be dressed above and beyond, for example. Um, Did you feel working in the industry as a female, did you feel that as well? that you could never um, just kind of take a day off or come in casual or, uh, does that make any sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I I can't say that that was my personal experience. Um, 
like I said, I really worked, I worked in a heavily female team. I was in the the marketing department. Um, I had female bosses. It was more unusual actually to have a guy in our department. Um, but I did work very closely with the CEO on his, you know, on the communications and, um, you know, there were pressures, I guess, in that way, but I didn't attribute it to the fact that I was a woman. I think it was just the role. Gotcha. I'm Leon Thomas with Miranda Kidulin Lynch. You're here watching Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. Our guest today is Emily Goldfisher with Hertelier. So, Emily, let's take the conversation away from work. Okay. We just talked about do you always feel the need to work, to work too much, to work a lot, and all of that stuff. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Like, what's your recreation? What are your hobbies? Tell me, let us <laughs> learn a little about you away from work. What do you do? Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, well, what do I do? I work on Hertelier. That's a big <laughs> part of what I do. Um, and then I'm, I live in London. We travel a lot. I also, like I said, I'm a travel writer. So a lot of what I write about is food and drink and uh, hotels in London. Um, and then, you know, I just, I love London. I love being a tourist in this city. We do a lot of, you know, going to museums, uh, walking along the Thames, um, you know, going to Hyde Park, concerts, Okay. you know, right. theater. Okay. Now, why I have a follow-up before I hand it over okay. to Miranda. You said you like food. Have you had a crab cake before? I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. Have you ever had a crab cake? I have. And I've actually had them in Baltimore. Ah, yes. Uh, then you had a real crab cake. Yeah. And it was good. <laughs> and I, I wish I could remember the name of the place, but... Uh, it was delish. Okay. All right. I like good. I like crab cakes. I also like speaking of Maryland, when you go to the kind of the Annapolis area and you get the crabs that you eat with the hammer. Yeah. Uh, what do you steam, call that? It's just like steam, crabs. Steamed crabs. Yeah, that's steamed it. Crabs. crabs. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Love you those. Love that. All right. Right on. You can come back on this show anytime. You're, you're <laughs> that welcome. was the right answer. You're welcome. That was the home run answer there, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> I just have one last question that I like to ask all of our guests. And that is, what would you tell your 20 year old self? Oh, what would I tell my 20 year old self? You know what? Um, I never would have predicted I would be doing what I'm doing now. So I think I would tell her, don't worry about it. It's all going to work out fine. <laughs> I'm going to go look in the mirror and tell myself that today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, we all need a bit of positive self-talk every, uh, every day. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Emily, thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I've so enjoyed our conversation and uh, I enjoy your show. So thank you for having me on. Thank, thank you. you. Everybody listening, go check out Hertelier. Yeah, please do that. Thanks. Let's bring on our studio host, Oren Stewart. Hey, Oren. Hello, everyone. What an amazing show. Thank you once again for joining us here at Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I am your studio host, Oren Stewart. Please stay tuned for our next episode. Take care. <laughs>